looking in that direction. Throws right. And it's knocked away. Incomplete. Amazing. Ellinger. Winds up. Regulation to send it into overtime, and he missed the extra point in the extra second. Hello, college football. And unlike Bo Pelini's defense, we are back, baby, with another fun episode. Uh, I am Pudgy, aka Zach, and with me, as always, the wonderful, but in a completely different state this time. So you got the the fridge, uh, Spencer coming in. I'm in uh, Myrtle Beach for this one, so we're doing a little remote action for this uh, um, episode today. We also have a uh, kind of a surprise guest. He was here last season with us, uh, but I'll have him introduce himself as he's with Zach back home in uh, Omaha. I guess uh, they refer to me as the local resident Iowa State fan. You got Kyle here, excited yep. to be on the yep. show. Yes. A local resident Iowa State fan, and if Nebraska wasn't going to be playing this season, I was. I told Kyle, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be an Iowa State bandwagoner," and luckily, that's not happening. I'm just kidding. I'm still rooting silently for the Cyclones just to see them be able to do it. I mean, Brock Pur- Purdy's pretty Purdy, so you, you don't got to kiss our guest ass, okay, Zach? Calm down. <laughs> I, I have Calm to down. now. I mean, he's a friend of the podcast. He's been on his <laughs> what second time, third time, third time, third time, third time twice yeah. last year. Yep. Yeah, so well, it's probably, maybe it's going to happen more often. You never know. We'll have to see what happens. Um, uh, well, maybe this means the downfall of Iowa State. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey I do this to every single show, just so you're aware. <laughs> yes. That's true, true, true. We so, appreciate it very much. This this past week, we had a very interesting games of some interesting games of football. This is, um, it was an interesting week in general for a lot of different reasons. So yes. Um, we haven't had anybody get fired yet in uh, college football, which is positive. Uh, There's also been some other positives that are negative. <laughs> yeah, COVID positives. Um, the, this uh, week's Oklahoma State Baylor game has been postponed to tentatively uh, December 12th, I think they said. Yeah, uh, they're trying also, to get it right before the conference title games. So. Yeah, and then uh, Vandy and Missouri is also postponed, being the first SEC game this season to be postponed. Then oh. again, uh, Vandy's not, uh, Vandy isn't missing out on much. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> um, hey, hey, give hey, give Missouri credit; they beat a ranked yeah. team, sir. We'll get to I, that. I know. Then what happens with Texas A and M after being overrated? They beat another ranked team, so they're continuing continuing to be overrated. So, but there's that, and, and they're probably gonna fall off this week after uh, losing uh, one of their receivers. So, yeah, Pro- probably. Um, but it was a was... very fun week. Oh yeah, there was a lot of injuries this week too. That was that was uh, a little yeah. surprising. So it was definitely interesting. Uh, did you catch any football uh, this weekend? Well, of course I watched Iowa State. I know uh, a certain fridge said Texas Tech would win this Saturday, but obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> Iowa State played a really good game. Um, Texas Tech looks really really bad this year though. Uh, yes, they are uh, just above Kansas in the power rankings right now. So like, that tells you all you need to hear. <laughs> yeah, he's getting their coach is getting a little bit on the hot seat there. It's uh, they're below the team that can't play right now for COVID. So 
Yeah. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll go ahead. Uh, there wasn't too much news-wise besides, um, you know, Lane Kiffin uh, being suspected that he was stealing some defensive play calls and Lane Kiffin telling Nick Saban that, hey, I thought you guys played defense in the SEC. So, you know... <laughs> It's it's all it's all. Can it be considered stealing if you were an assistant for however many years? Well, to be fair, why haven't you changed your signals in that many yeah. years? That's so, more of Saban's yeah. fault than Kiffin's fault. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... that was more tongue in cheek uh, because I mean, technically, watching the Ole Miss play, like their calls were in right away, and Alabama surprisingly had trouble getting their calls in and getting lined up uh, for a second. It's... I thought Bo Pelini was coaching that team. <laughs> I mean, he, I, I think Saban lives with a rule of it's uh, not broken, uh, you know, don't fix it. But maybe this shows that he's got to fix a little bit if uh, his stuff's getting stolen. So, yeah, I was. And one thing that I was surprised by, we did not see a temper tantrum from Nick Saban this week, which is something was this weekend, which is something I thought we would have saw. That's because his offense kept scoring when uh, Old Miss kept scoring. <laughs> Yeah, that old miss, that old miss defense could not stop anybody. Uh, dude, nobody could stop anybody in that game. That was just that was back and forth, and one of the highest scoring games I've seen in a long time. It it was like very Big Twelve esque. Uh, oh, Bama yeah. had seven hundred and twenty three yards. Ole Miss had six hundred and forty seven. I mean, that's that's Oklahoma and and you know Kansas State numbers as far as offense goes. Most yeah. yards ever combined by two teams in a regulation sec game which that is just insane they also got the uh the highest point total in alabama Ole miss history uh that is just some records that Ole miss was there but then that fatigue started settling in uh the town a little bit showed up with uh Mm -hmm. alabama and they just Kind of put their foot down and shut it all off. So yeah. Najee Harris um, had some plays at that the end of that game and kind of put it out of reach finally. And yep. the defense made a couple of stops. That's that's all they needed apparently. So yeah, I think finally Kiff- finally figured some stuff out. I think Kevin coached a great game. He stayed with Saban the whole time. It was mm-hmm. the fourth quarter. It was the talent. It was. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think K- Kiffin got out coached. I think his players got outplayed. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that a hundred percent. Even if Kiffin was uh, potentially stealing things here and there, whatever the case is, I mean, Saban, you got to kind of deal with it. I mean, his team did, but it just showed the the difference between where you get with Ole Miss and what you get with Alabama. So, yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, sort of, that's what happens when you take over a program that was a little bit reeling a little bit, and you know, this year they were expected to outscore everybody, anyways. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the, one of the games I was actually looking forward to this past week and actually got postponed to this upcoming week because of Hurricane what was it Delta? Yeah. I, yep. I don't know. Uh, but Coastal Carolina travels to Louisiana this week. That will once again be previewed by the us. Team, I'm in the hometown of that team, sir. So I know Myrtle Beach. Seeing oh, any yes. uh, Chanticleer fans? Shout out to you right now. So expanding our coverage area for you. Exactly. <laughs> But looking back at it, uh, this past week was, was, it was, let me just pull up our, uh, our results here. We both kind of had a little bit of a tough week here. Yeah. It, there's a couple, we got a couple of the, uh, upsets, if you will, or, and yeah. whatnot, but, uh, 
Uh, it was definitely not the, the easiest week. And ESPN is failing right now because they show LSU had 45 and Missouri with 41. So ESPN needs to fix their uh, website. So, <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, the first game was Houston-Tulane. We covered Houston's first game after continuous delays. Yeah. And uh, you ended up having Houston. I uh, didn't think they were going to cover. They covered that six and a half, even though that first half was a little bit uh the first quarter, they were, they were down 10 in the first quarter, man, but uh, but Houston came back strong and just took them a little bit to get going. But once they got moving, they got moving. So. Yeah, I had Tulane picked in that one. So neither one of us technically got it because of the uh, of the issues we had, and you had the co- no covering. So Yeah, um, very true, very true. But it's, I'll, ta- I'll take it. It's, it's still a victory for my oh, team. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Louis, uh, Louisville and uh, George, Louisville and Georgia Tech. Uh, you got we both picked Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech ended up dominating, which is yes. Um, where the hell are my notes at? Jesus, oh, there. Okay, it wasn't even just dominant. Like it wasn't the whole game. the The first half was pretty close, but they came just rolling out in the second half and just kept going through and and sealed it in the in the fourth quarter. They shut them out and uh, just ran away with it at that point. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech's in a rebuild right now, and the fact that Jeff Collins, their head coach, has got them already at a 2-2 two and two position, and their offense looks really good. I, I was impressed. Uh, usually during rebuilds, I mean, like Oklahoma, for example, um, the Sooners, they're in a rebuild if you look at it from a talent standpoint. Georgia Tech's in a rebuild, and they, they, they look good. I think Georgia Tech, I mean, they're going to get destroyed this week, but, I mean, they're competitive. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, they have a winning record right now in the conference, so you can't, you can't be uh, too upset about it, so... Right. So, according to Kyle, Georgia Tech dominates Oklahoma. Got it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Bo, uh, Bo, still put think on. Lincoln Riley's got a, you know, more, more, more of a, a chip on his shoulder, especially after an zero and two start. But yeah. Jeff Collins doing a good job. I like him. He's a yeah. good coach. Yes, he oh, is. Yeah. Um, the next game we had was uh, Florida and A and M. One of the early games um, that we had. It was uh, it was down to the wire. Obviously, Texas A and M getting the. Uh, game-winning field goal. Uh, it was uh, Kellen Mond ended up going 25 for 35, 338 yards and three touchdowns. Oh man, yeah, uh, I saw I saw a stat the on receiver Col- that they're gonna miss had a great game too, nine and one fifty-one and two touchdowns. To, so he was a big target. So that's gonna be interesting to see what happens going forward. But he did what he had to do to help out his quarterback, along with uh, their uh, running back too. He had a really good game. Their offense was flowing pretty pretty solidly. So yeah. the defense is just what that let them down. I saw a stat on College Football Final. Um, they uh, they have let. 30 had they had 30 plus points scored against them for the fourth time in in three straight games for the fourth time in school history each of the previous three times they ended up uh having losing seasons so are they gonna have a losing losing season this year i don't know it's a shortened season so it could they could very well be but they got a very tough uh tough uh test this coming uh well in the weeks i should say i mean uh, i don't know that's that's a tough one to say there. I mean, uh, Adam puts puts himself ahead of Florida now in the standings in the SEC for the title game. So it's yeah, they're gonna give themselves a, a better chance to to come up there. Uh, Kyle Trask still had a good good game, even though his team couldn't pull it out. Three twelve, uh, three hundred twelve yards in the air and four touchdowns. So he did what he 
could do to try to help his team win. It's just his defense couldn't stop A&M for some reason. So, At this point, is he, I mean, would you say, I, is he an NFL prospect? Because when I watch him, I don't know. Like, he's good in college, but is he an NFL prospect? I I would say he is because, I mean, a, a team's going to at least want to give him a shot with what he's doing in college. I and mean, when we've seen that with uh, a number of quarterbacks at in, in uh, the college room, I mean, Dak Dak Prescott, Prescott, if I could talk today, uh, he's been a uh, you know a guy that was questioned coming out of college, and he and he's come in and he's put up a lot of uh, uh, good stats and and produced well for for what he's uh, what he came out of uh, the college game, what everyone thought he was going to do, and obviously he's a big story this weekend in the NFL. But you know, I I, I think he's going to get drafted in the first round, to be honest, because he's gonna he's got a chance to still win the Heisman, I think. So. I speaking of Dak Prescott real quick, if I can digress, uh, my heart absolutely breaks for him. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. 2000 yards in four games. I mean, he was off to an absolute, I mean, I know the Cowboys suck, but he was off to an incredible season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, statistically speaking. And the fact that he's down and he won't be playing probably for another year or so sucks. Yep. Yeah. It, I, I don't see him coming back this season unless he, just some miracle. He just kind of figured like his leg just heals real quickly or something. But I, I, I feel bad for him even more is the, the contract situation with him. Yeah. Now, know, I hope like, somebody will take him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He just, you know, he was trying to secure that money just like every player does. And the reason why is just what happened. Now he's kind of to a point, not shit out of luck, if you will, but just, it's not ideal for him anymore because, I mean, no one like you, you know what talent he's got, but you don't know how he's going to respond to this at this point. So yeah. he's going to get less money for sure. Dak Prescott to the New England Patriots. <laughs> Take <laughs> over after Cam Newton. Well, Dak if had a, a coach who can coach a football game, he might actually win a, a title. Hey, 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 hey. That coach was won a Super Bowl, sir. Tone it down. Yeah. I could Tone win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Hey, we we haven't won since you know he left, so it's fair enough. Fair enough. Aaron Rodgers has more of a winning record without him, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, they've also he also has he finally has talent around him. I don't, he didn't really have that for half the time with McCarthy. <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, so we both we in this game we both picked uh, Florida. <laughs> I actually picked Florida to cover. That obviously didn't happen. With well, um, I'm trying to remember what the spread. Ten? What was the spread on this one? Eight wasn't it? Eight Six or something. And a half. Is what Six we had out as yeah that that always that worried us both. I remember last yep. week, like what what are we seeing? And apparently the the Vegas people saw uh, enough for A and M to pull it out. Yeah. So, um, so now we're gonna go ahead and go back. Uh, we're gonna go through the order here through top twenty five. After that, just one game we talked about. Um, so the big game of the week was Clemson Miami. Clemson just dominates Miami. Oh, I think geez. Miami didn't get a. Uh, offensive touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, props to Derek King and uh, you know Miami players. Keep props. Playing. Hold up, hold but, up, hold up, uh, hold up. Don't don't give the man props. He didn't play very well. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, who's going to play very well against Clemson this year? I mean, uh, you're, you're not wrong, but uh, but they're going to have players that they're going to be talented guys and they're going to try to do at least their part to try to get their team to win. And it's, it's not going to work out. Like, uh, King just, he did not have a good day through the air. He, he ran the ball decently, but that's what he does. But you know, he's, his throwing skills were, were put to the test and I, it's a test he failed. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Trevor Lawrence ended up going 29 of 41, 292 yards, three titties. Uh, Travis Etienne, 17 carries, 149 yards, two titties. Um, so very productive, uh, productive games for, game from uh, Clemson's one-two punch there, obviously. For sure, for sure. And, and, and Clemson just showed again that they're going to be a, uh, a powerhouse and they're probably going to get their way into the, the playoff here uh, at the end of the season. I, I don't see much chance of anybody competing with them. So Boston College, what? <laughs> hey, well, I, I, Pitt, I, I, Maybe I, Pittsburgh. I, Let's I go. really appreciate <laughs> I, I love Jeff uh, Haley. He's, Pittsburgh will come he's back, been, right? They're going to come back. really good at Boston College, uh, especially for his first year. I'm really, really uh, getting behind him is what and what he's doing. I think Miami could have another shot at Clemson, though, in the title game. It, but, it's it's possible. Oh, yeah. And that's that's one thing we're seeing with some of these uh, lower-end ACC schools. we got a couple good coaches coming in, and they're trying to put their system into place. And I think they're getting uh, some, some better results than some people expect. So, Yeah. Um, so our next game we're going to talk about is – the uh, the fun the fun one from the past week Ole Miss and Alabama um, Alabama obviously was just too too much uh, Mac Jones was twenty eight for thirty twenty eight for thirty two uh, four hundred seventeen yards two touchdowns Najee Harris twenty three yards two hundred and six or twenty three carries two hundred and six yards five touchdowns uh, most points an unranked team has put up against Alabama since the AP poll was initiated in 1936. <laughs> and then the 111 points is most in SEC history. Um, so right there, that just has to tell you how this game went. Um, Nick Saban wasn't too happy with his defense, but um, it's it was just crazy. Uh, crazy. Say, it, was, it was crazy seeing this as an SEC game that yeah. involved Alabama. Yeah, and it... I I don't I don't know what to say with Lane Kiffin. Like, I I will give Lane Kiffin props because he figured something out that a lot of teams haven't. But uh, but Alabama changed up their uh, I don't know if it changed up their approach, but they they show what they you know they could do what they needed to do to get the job done, and that was to score a lot of points. So. Yeah, he uh, that's what good teams do is they're able to continue to do what they do best and Alabama did that by scoring 63 points. Yeah, <laughs> I think exactly. Alabama just that if they have to be in a shootout they can absolutely hang. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Mac Jones showed that he's uh he's up to the challenge of being the the quarterback there and uh and throwing the ball and, and getting uh getting job done. He only had four incompletions for this game. Yeah. And that's uh I mean he he just showed that he's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with in the SEC so um I mean I I I don't know if he's Heisman candidacy after this because obviously Ole Miss is Ole Miss, but uh, he's going to put himself on the radar. And when he get to some of those better teams that the Alabama plays, and he plays like this, he's going to get you know quickly up the ranks to be considered for that. So, how how many more breakout games does Najee Harris has to get though to be put into the Heisman talk? Uh, uh, this he's probably in the same boat as Mac Jones. He's kind of he was a little bit unknown of what he was gonna do, and and uh, I mean he he came out and produced very very well. He he showed what uh, Alabama's more or less about. What they usually focus on is just running the ball, and he's he's probably gonna be one of those uh, guys. He keeps putting up the stats. He's gonna be a prospect for the NFL in the first second you know, maybe third round at some point, someone's going to draft him. I mean, we've seen how many running backs have success at Alabama at this point in the NFL. So, 
yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> uh, a lot of them do. Mark Ingram over at uh, with Baltimore. Derrick Henry comes to mi- comes to mind. Derrick Henry, yep. Uh, I use. I still can't believe that because Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram, the only two that won Heisman's, right? I believe so. Of the one, yeah. For the Alabama, that isn't that just so? Yeah. Isn't that just so? I still couldn't believe that when Mark Ingram won it. I was like, Alabama has never had a Heisman before that. That was just insane. Yeah, thinking about that. Um. The other the other game that we thought could have been a game. Um, so wait, going back to Alabama Ole Miss, um, we had Alabama. I had Alabama covering. You were actually right in saying uh, Alabama. Well, did they six? Is that that's not covering? Um, what, what was the spread again? Uh, we had it down as twenty four. I don't think that was covering. No, they didn't cover. They didn't. They, so they only got fifteen. You actually had it right uh, by them not covering the twenty four. I had them covering. Um, so that was a little bit. Uh, a little bit surprising, but um, right. it was a heck of a game. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was crazy to watch, and uh, you know, it, I mean, it it shows that if it came down to, you know, say they were playing, uh, as much as I don't want to say it, Iowa State in in a playoff because Iowa State runs the table and they get the credit to get in there. You know, they could stick with them if Iowa State plays a Big Twelve game. So, yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about Iowa state, uh, here coming up. Yeah. Um, there's, I'm starting to get some real appreciation for, uh, Bre- uh, Hall. So he's, uh, he's doing some good things. Um, next up we had uh, Tennessee and, uh, Georgia. This game was <laughs> supposed to be closer than this. Well, um, that's what you thought. Was it? Tennessee was winning at halftime. Georgia's I mean, they came out and dominated. Dude, I I don't know what it is. Georgia just has a lot. They they're a slow starting team this year. They've done this last I don't know what three weeks at this point, and just coming out like uh with the Arkansas game it was they were one thing down like ten to five or something at yeah. one point just weird score but and then they just came out and just started pushing the ball and and finally started getting the ball in the end zone and that's kind of what happened with this game too. So the thing to note is uh there's there's something that separates good coaches from great coaches and that's their halftime adjustments. Yeah. Um, and Georgia came out of the second half swinging the bat hard <laughs> and Tennessee came out of the second half playing that did it in the first half, which obviously wasn't going to cut it. Yeah. That's a very, very, very good point there. And then, and Kirby's shown that he's, uh, he's been a, a pretty solid coach down there. Uh, you know, at some point he hopes he can get over the edge and, and, um, you know, try to get him to that, uh, national title, but he's, He's doing a lot of right things. He's he's getting a lot of good players, and uh, with the system he has, it seems to be uh, coming to success now. If uh, he's just he always seems to be second best though behind somebody. So, well, if it wasn't for Tua, he'd have a national title. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it just it's, it's it's that's what it means to be second best. You know, those those random or not random, but those 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 talented guys that can that can win ball games in college. They, they go to other teams and uh, pull it out. So, uh, the quarterback play has always been his struggle at, at Georgia. That's as it's weird as it is because they've had a couple prospects, but they haven't just had the success that they've had at like the running back position. So, well, Justin Fields didn't become the greatness he was till he transferred out of Georgia and went to Ohio State. So, sometimes it takes true. coaching the quarterback too. And I just I, I agree yeah. with you. I just think it's it's quarterback play that has taken Kirby from a great coach to a very very good coach. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If he could coach like uh, you know what, what we've seen with uh, 
say Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, like just the success he's had at the quarterback position. Right. If he had anything like that, I think Georgia would have at least had a one national title, and they probably would would give Alabama a run for their money as one, you know, maybe the top team in the SEC. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of the tennis, going back to that Georgia Tennessee game, uh, Georgia, you ended up having them cover. They obviously covered. Um, <laughs> next up, oh, we yeah. have. The only reason Notre Dame was on here, to be honest, was because I wanted to pick against Notre Dame. Uh, it's going to be the same same reason this week. Uh, Florida State had a lead. Uh, that's all you can say about it. Uh, but uh, that is surprising to me. Yeah, that, like that surprised me this week. Just Florida State having a lead. That just, I mean, we all we all, we were both agree Notre Dame is overrated, and I, this is another week that showed it. I mean the. The running back helped take over that game because Ian Book, like he he did some things at the quarterback, but he wasn't he wasn't going to take him you know lead him to uh, the victory in this game by any means. So yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, we both, I mean, I had I had uh, Florida State, you had Notre Dame as a no cover, and uh, they didn't cover, so you ended up getting that one right because it was uh, twenty one. Yeah, it was twenty one. So. I, I, and I think that cut, I think that spread was more in reference to Florida State than Notre Dame. I would hope, yeah. but um, for me, Florida State, if if you're them from this game, like they're the number five team in the nation, and you had a lead on them, and you stuck with them for at least mm-hmm. a quarter, quarter and a half, you know, and then it kind of fell apart at that point. But it's something maybe to build on for the rest of the season to hopefully not get shut out in the conference. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up, the fighting Mac Browns survived a scare for the Dude. second straight week against Virginia another, Tech. Another another high scoring game from the week. There was uh, there's a lot of points put up this last week. Yeah. Uh, fifty six to forty five. Uh, North Carolina held on. Uh, Sam Hill eighteen for twenty three, two hundred fifty seven uh, yards and three titties. Um, you know we it was it was a good game. Uh, the running back 17, 214 and two touchdowns on the ground. And like, and they had their backup at 20, 169 and two. They've ran all over Virginia Tech in this game. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, you picked North Carolina not to cover, um, but they covered. Uh, it was at five and a half. Uh, you picked Virginia Tech. So unfortunately, neither of us got that one right. <laughs> North Carolina is uh, benefiting from the COVID-19 with the number five ranking now um, because they do not look like a top five team, but with no big 10 play yet and PAC 12, not till November. I mean, (laughs) hell, if things keep going like this, we could see Nebraska ranked before they even play a game. There it is. There's there's the Nebraska comment. I was waiting for it. (laughs) We're still getting five votes in the coaches pool. Yeah. 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 You five coaches, whoever you are. Yeah. It's, Um, they're they're probably big t- Big Ten coaches. Come on, now. maybe maybe Iowa State's coach voted for them. <laughs> no, it's Ohio State, Ohio State, Nebraska, probably. <laughs> Just so hey. Ohio State can get that top twenty-five one to start the season. <laughs> Harbaugh gave him a coach. Yeah. Give him a give him a vote. There we go. Uh, <laughs> next game was that we didn't think was going to be as entertaining. Turned out to be entertaining. I told uh, you. We didn't even pick it, um, but our Auburn and Arkansas. Arkansas, I told you. I told thoroughly, you. Yeah, Arkansas thoroughly got screwed on this game. Yep. Thoroughly yep. got screwed. This this was, was their game. Oh. This was their game, man. Yep. That was a fumble. You if you pick it up, 
and then you after and you can't even get the snap right, and then you throw it down. Not only throw it down, but throw it down backwards. Yeah, it's a fumble. So <laughs> yeah, it, um, it, 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 the call made no sense. I, I didn't really understand uh, what what the rest were trying like. Like what their thought process was. I don't even think they knew what their thought process was. Is <laughs> well, yeah. Are they, they just, good? They I just... mean, they, they got their first yep. SEC win in like 27 years, and then they almost beat Auburn. And they only yep. lost because of a, a well, uh, call. Uh, this Auburn is another one of those teams that are just – they're overrated because they're Auburn and the SEC. Like, I, I'm not a fan of Bo Mix. I don't think he's – He's the guy of that's you know going to take him to the promised land, and I think this week showed that Arkansas is up and coming again. They've they've got some talent coming in, uh, uh, you know, for the what they're able to get, and it showed again that Auburn just I, I don't know what to think of them at this point. Like they were on the verge of being below Arkansas in the standings mm-hmm. with this game. Like Arkansas was was going to be top three in the West. And a game behind Alabama, if they would, if that game would have ended up going their way. So, hey, speaking about Bo Nix, did you know he was there when uh, Cam Newton's team <laughs> ended up beating Alabama? We've never <laughs> heard that story before. I've, I've heard that now twenty six times this weekend. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm. Just, I gotta <laughs> say it every time we speak about Bo Nix because it happens, you know. Well, he's your boy, so you yeah. know that's how that works. Yeah. Um, boy Nix, Boy Nix, yeah. Um, oh, there it is. So, there it is. My my lock of the week, which I am very proud of, was <laughs> my running r- running uh, road runners covering against BYU yeah. and that thirty four oh. point spread. Thirty four point spread <laughs> on a seven point game. Yeah, yeah. Dude. And guess and guess who voted to cover that? Spencer. Hey, hey, hold up, hold up. I'll give them a little credit. I mean, to be fair, they were down. You know, twenty-one to three or twenty-one to six of the fourth yeah. quarter. So yeah, they were and starting. Then, BYU was starting to move towards that, but then they let them come back in in the last quarter. Which and that, I mean, Zach Wilson still is playing wonderful right now. Yes, uh, still twenty-two for thirty, two hundred ninety-three yards and two touchdowns. He's a really good quarterback. Yeah, added, added a touchdown on the ground as well, uh, and uh, keeping BYU in the in the hopes of uh, maybe competing for a playoff spot. So it's mm-hmm. you know, it's they're gonna. You know, keep coming through. I, you know, I don't know if they have any top opponent. They got Houston coming up. That's that's going to be a good game. But uh, um, and they got Boise State back on the on the map as well. So there'll be yeah. a couple couple games that uh, they can maybe give a name for themselves, depending on what they see out of Boise State this year. So yeah, because I mean, they're definitely not getting any favors in the polls because of their uh, how they've um, how this has been going. Because I mean. They're 15th now, and we'll talk about it later. They only ended up going up one spot, and they got jumped yeah. by fucking Texas A&M. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, it it's, it's, better, it's better than Auburn, who won and fell. So It just annoys me when you see teams with a loss ahead of teams that are undefeated. Regardless, it's it's hard to be undefeated regardless who you play. Well, I don't yeah. like that Miami is still above them after Miami showed that they're not good enough yeah. to be. BYU uh, would beat Alabama or would beat Miami. <laughs> I, I would I would agree with you on that one as well. It's, that's that's just it's like the name thing. It's like Oregon, Penn State, Ohio State. Like I get it. <laughs> if only they were on the up in that high, sir. Up in that high. But you know they they have the name, but they haven't played yet. Like why are we ranking them? Like mm-hmm. it just it makes it makes no sense. Like I understand you expect what you expect, but Oregon, we've you know it's kind of unknown. I mean Penn State's a little unknown. Ohio State, you probably have a good idea, but still, I don't know how these teams are going to go. 
mean, yeah. could, I mean uh, fine, fine, fine. Nebraska, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Nebraska goes undefeated. If Not Nebraska beats Ohio State, mm-hmm. I will throw away everything that I own with Cyclone stuff on it. Are you willing to take that bet? Because this is recorded, and this will oh, he... we have. I'll take that. Are bet. you are you one hundred percent certain that? I'll take that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, all right so we have next. First... So. Yeah. I I will I will come up with a response to that if Iowa State makes the playoff. <laughs> I will have a, by next week I will have I will have a bet. Iowa State gear and take pictures. Uh, and my, that, I'm I'm thinking that might be the case, but I'll I will give it a week to kind of think about it and come up with a good one. So <laughs> you're, you're gonna put that you're gonna put that on the line. I'll I'll put something on the line. So they'll have to go to Ames Ames Iowa to Jack Trice Stadium, stand out front and take a picture with Jack Trice. Yeah, the, the statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with Iowa State gear on, yes. <laughs> with Kyle, right? Kyle's we'll taking the picture. You off. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There we go. Um, but we'll, we'll, a... let you, we'll let we'll let the uh, the crew know next week what the, what the final outcome for this yeah. for this bet is. So, <laughs> um, the next game was a very entertaining Big Twelve game. Ended up going into four overtimes. Uh, Oklahoma won the Red River Shootout. There was a shootout too. Not yes. the Red. River rivalry, fucking political correct bitches. Um, all right, all right. Fifty-three to forty-five. Sam Ellinger, uh, Spencer's uh, butt buddy. Uh, kidding. Uh, Thirty for fifty-three. Uh, only, only on days that start with the T. So <laughs> thirty for fifty-three. Two hundred eighty-seven yards, two touchdowns, um, two interceptions. So. Yeah. Not his best game passing touchdowns. Yeah, Ellinger punched yeah. it on the ground four times. I mean, he's a he, he's a dual threat kind of guy. I mean, that's a lot of Iowa State or not Iowa State Big Twelve quarterbacks this year. There are a lot of uh, guys who can who can do it on on the through the air and on the ground. And mm-hmm. Ellinger actually played a really good game. Those two interceptions really killed him. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like Ellinger's showing he's he's got the definitely the talent. He's going to go next level. He's you know I. He might be one of the couple quarterbacks drafted in the first round in this next uh, next year and everything, but um, you know he there's just a couple plays that uh, that hurt him, and then obviously his defense is nowhere to be found again. And then yeah. you know you make a couple mistakes with with that kind of defense, you're gonna have games like this, and you're gonna have games you can't win. So, well, Lincoln Riley will will tear apart a bad defense on any given oh, week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. It, I don't. It doesn't matter necessarily. Like, obviously, he gets talent, but he, you know, he, if you give him just any basic quarterback, he's got the the mindset uh, as an offensive guy as to, uh, you know what he needs to do to figure it out and get it done. So, yeah. Um, shit. What was I gonna say? I don't know. I completely spaced off here. You're gonna say Texas sucks. Well, yeah. Fuck Texas. Anyways, there it is. Um, Texas there it is. is back. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, this was. Under Tom Herman, Texas, Texas's seventh loss to an unranked team as a ranked team. Yeah. Hold up. It's... Hold up. What What did I say? What did I say last week, though? What did you Oklahoma say? Oklahoma wins. Neither one will be ranked. And what are we at this week? Are neither of them ranked? Yeah, Oklahoma didn't get ranked. Neither of them are ranked. So yeah. Texas and Oklahoma are both out of the poll at this point. Yep. Oklahoma for Big Twelve playoff. Well, when's the last time that has happened? A long time. Both of those. Yeah, I mean, it's you do some research and we can figure that out. But that's I, 
it's I think it's 2000. No, no, because 2009 Oklahoma wasn't ranked, but then 2010 they were, and it's vice versa. I don't know when the last time they both were unranked because that's yeah. the following week. Yeah, um, we, we'd have to probably do some research on that and uh, come back. But um, I ended up having uh, Oklahoma. Spencer was a dick and picked Texas, uh, so <laughs> serves him right. Dick. Yes. Um, so next up I, is like, I don't know what happened in that third overtime, but. Texas, they had a chance, man. They had a chance. Well, yeah, the, the Oklahoma kicker gave it to him by missing that field yep. goal in the third over, in the second overtime or whatever, and Texas still couldn't do it. It's like you literally were handed the game. Exactly. Like, that was – like you, you should have easily secured that. Like, you didn't have to do anything funky, and they just they just crapped the bed as, you know, Texas does apparently. So, yeah. Texas does what Texas does. Um <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Kyle's favorite team, Iowa State and Texas Tech. Um, Iowa State end up pulling away, thirty-one to fifteen. Brock Purdy, thirty-two for forty-three, three hundred two yards, two touchdowns. Brees Hall, seventeen carries, one hundred thirty-five yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Iowa State uh, following up a big emotional win over Oklahoma with a win against Texas Tech. Iowa State is now undefeated in the Big 12 still, such as Oklahoma State and Kansas State. This yeah, was the, yeah. the tale of, of two tight ends. Both of Purdy's touchdowns were to uh, the two tight ends, Charlie Kohler and Chase Allen. Charlie Kohler is like a highly sought-after draft prospect. Chase Allen's a young tight end. I'll tell you what, Iowa State's offense under Matt Campbell is better every single season. The defense is questionable, but that offense is uh, as prolific as any in the Big 12 right now. It's it, it's hard. I'll, I'll I'll agree. It's hard to argue at that point from what we see. I mean, the offenses across the Big Twelve have been pretty outrageous. Um, your let's say your defense has helped out a little bit more than some of the other teams, which is kind of puts you where you're at. The the polls do not feel the love, just just as I don't. Uh, even with where you guys are sitting at, with just how the Big Twelve has looked, you, you know, you're taught you're at the twentieth spot right now, which. I, you know, I, I have my hatred, but I think Iowa State deserves to be a little bit higher than that with some of the teams we have in there. Uh, I mean, you're just barely above Kansas State, and you know, I, I, I would say you're a little bit better in Kansas State. So I, I think the issue is, obviously, week one hurt losing to Louisiana. But wait, um, real quick, who are they rated ahead of Spencer? Kansas State. No, Iowa State. They're one up above who? Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. And, and, well, and Louisiana, <laughs> I mean, Louisiana hasn't even looked that good. Fair point, fair point. The thing with Iowa State is their three wins, like, I can admit, you you have TCU, well, who's really not that good. You have Texas Tech, who's terrible. And you have Oklahoma, who is clearly in the middle of rebuilding talent. I mean, yeah, they have a freshman quarterback who's not as talented as Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, or Jalen Hurts, which were their last three quarterbacks. Yeah. Lincoln Riley is probably still taking calls from the NFL. So I just don't think Oklahoma's quite in it. I don't want to take anything away from my team, but realistically speaking, when you look at it on the surface, it's not it's well, not you, like it's crazy impressive. The only ranked team you have played at this point is Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that that's, is true. I hope uh, Louisiana just runs the table. <laughs> wins out. No, you, you need that. Your team needs that. Yeah, we do. Point. Well, I mean, really, because let's just theoretically say Iowa State goes undefeated in Big 12 play. The committee's still going to look at that week one loss to Louisiana. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this the next game for them is, is the, the biggest one. That, they, that If they can 
come out and not, not just win, but actually have a good, you know, have a really good performance and everything with it, then they might start getting the respect that, uh, that you guys are looking for and, and putting them towards uh, the top of uh, uh, of the rankings and have a chance at the playoffs. So. Absolutely. So I had Iowa State. Spencer, once again, was a dick. And, uh, <laughs> I have to agree with Zach. You were a dick this time. I'm uh-huh. Texas Tech. <laughs> I, I, I admitted that. I'll, I, I'll gladly admit that every single time. So, um, But Spencer did get a one, one-off, right, that he decided to choose. He had Liberty covering, and they and boy, did they cover. They won 40-7 over UL Monroe, who is now 0-5 on yeah. the air. And they almost got shut out. They got their, their, touch, their own touchdown at the end of the game. So um, I'm not sure what you were seeing with this UL uh, Monroe team. They're they're 0 and 5 now and just yeah, looking Jack. awful. Hey, somebody point. has to get a win, right? No, no. <laughs> well, we, we've seen it plenty of times uh-huh. where people go uh, defeated, as I as I will call it. So, yes. yeah. some other notes I had: uh, NC State yeah. over Virginia. Oh, sorry, were were you saying? No, something? I was just saying the the UL Monroe quarterback didn't even have a yard, hundred yards passing. Like <laughs> it's okay. They I, they're a run the ball team. Okay, God. They ran it for 78 yards. They're Total. still a run-the-ball team. Hey, I put up 70 points on Monroe last year. <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, Alabama wants to watch point exactly. Monroe. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Saban's first year has been yeah. his coach. Alabama, they beat, uh, they beat uh, Nick Saban. Not very many people can say that. Well, uh, to be fair, Alabama was crap when Saban got there. It took a couple years to get his players. Um, NC State. Uh, ended up being Virginia thirty-eight to twenty-one. One of one of the better names in uh, college football, Zonovan Knight, eighteen yes. carries, one hundred and one yards, two touchdowns. Um, and Spencer's pick for the ACC surprise team, oh, had another rough week. Boston yes. College, thirty-one to thirty oh, over my. Pittsburgh. Dude, this was this was tough to watch. This we one was tough to college watch. College kicker situation. College kicker comes in, nails a 58-yarder, but misses, uh, misses an overtime PAT. Yeah, and ah. I, I mean, that was the only point to the fourth quarter. It was a, just a, a back and forth battle of the game, and then the defenses started to step up, make some plays in that fourth quarter, and just tried to will their team to win. And then you see this kid come out, play savior, get them to overtime, and then the, you know this next thing he uh, he knows he's uh, shanking a kick. One of the easiest kick you can, and they're going home and falling apart in the ACC at this point. So yeah, and uh, that was too bad that was on ACC Network. Uh, wasn't able to <laughs> catch that one. Um, but uh, I picked Boston College. You picked Pittsburgh, so you didn't get Boston that one. College was was chucking it down the field. A quarterback had 19 completions, but he had 358 yards and three yep, touchdowns. Three touchdowns, so. 35 attempts. Um, our next game we had. They were chucking uh, it, man. Yeah. Next uh, game I have here is Kansas State 21 to 14 over TCU. Kansas State, as we said earlier, still undefeated in the Big 12 play. Um, Max, Max and, Duggan, local local CB boy again, coming yeah. through. Uh, then we had uh, Mississippi State once again. Hey, hey just heads <laughs> up. Your, uh, your boy JD Spielman threw a pass, one for oh, one, oh, zero geez. yards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, just kidding. Uh, Kentucky twenty-four to two over Mississippi State. Teams are figuring out uh, Mike Leach's air raid uh, fast, slightly, slightly. <laughs> Mississippi State's quarterbacks combined for forty-five completions, seventy attempts, 
275 yards and six interceptions. Yeah. Um, well, it's just not good. Such a weird score. Such a weird score. Yeah. You One never see a scores. Mike Leach offense score two freaking points. Yeah. Nope. The, the only time they scored was on defense. Go, Mike Leach. <laughs> Uh, we'll go ahead and review again. My lock of the week ended up hitting uh, with UTSA covering. My upset special obviously didn't with Florida State. Uh, Spencer's lock was Clemson. They did that wonderful. Upset special was Arkansas. Without a blown call, he would have been I right as sh- well. I should have, and I almost picked Missouri too. That was my other one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was, was my other one. Talk about that's because LSU sucks so bad. We didn't even yeah. talk about that game. I kind of <laughs> want Ed Orgeron to take off his mask and reveal himself as Gene Chizik because that's what he is. <laughs> um, oh, it, it is. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It Go still Tigers. shows uh, 45 yeah. 41 LSU. Yeah. yeah, but it shows Missouri has the win. It's yeah, I know. And it shows LSU's got the points in the fourth quarter. I don't, I, I don't yeah. get it. Whatever. But um, Missouri, the game was moved over to Columbia, Missouri. Because of the hurricane. Yeah, even though so LSU was the home team, but they had yeah. to play at Missouri Stadium. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a good game. Uh, Missouri ended up pulling it off. Um, LSU, the defending national champions, are now out of the polls. And uh, their defense got shredded. Their defense yes, they got did. shredded. Missouri scored at twenty-nine for thirty-four for four hundred six and four touchdowns. Bo Pelini is a wonderful defensive coordinator. <laughs> That's but, also uh, awesome. go Tigers. The other <laughs> which Tigers are you talking about in that one? <laughs> yeah, go Tigers. Um, Tigers. so uh, LSU's quarterback four uh, thirty and four in the air himself. So it wasn't yeah. the definitely was not the LSU's offense at, at fault. Oh. Their the receiver eleven for two thirty five and three touchdowns. Terrence. Well, they... Mush, Marshall Jura Jr. Mushroom, just say mushroom. Uh, yes. He got they got down to the one yard line, but could not punch it in. So they had a, all the chances to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I couldn't look move at, the ball on the ground at all. Yeah. So looking at the AP AP top twenty five this week, uh, the top five is there's some new uh, individuals <laughs> in there. Um, oh my god. The ones in Alabama, Georgia, those are the top three. Then you got overrated Notre Dame, uh, and then you got North Carolina. North followed, Carolina. Followed by uh, a team who hasn't played yet, Ohio State. Uh, then you got Okie Light, uh, Cincinnati at number eight. Penn State, another team who hasn't played. Cincinnati moving up, and they're getting oh. closer and closer, man. If they run Penn the State table, undefeated. They, they, they stay up there. They're, they're going to give a, the playoff a run for its money. Most definitely. And then Florida. Dropped down six spots. They were tied as the biggest. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, they were tied. I think. Biggest, uh, no, technically it would have been LSU because they would have dropped. Yep. They dropped out. Yep. Uh, yep. You're right. You're right. So uh, they weren't the. But Florida dropped six. Texas A&M easily the biggest mover, being overrated by jumping up ten spots. Oregon, a team who hasn't played, uh, is twelfth. Miami moved down six. BYU up one, Auburn down two, Wisconsin 16. SMU up one, Tennessee down four, Michigan, Iowa State up four, Louisiana up two, Kansas State not ranked, Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech down four, Minnesota up one, USC not ranked. So, uh, your, USC, boy, your favorite team went up a spot. PJ yeah. Fleck. Yeah, PJ <laughs> Fleck. Row the uh, boat. PJ <laughs> Fleck. His, his, uh, his piss color wearing shit ass. Oh, oh god. god. There it is. There um, it is. But uh 
we could, we could also see um, uh, SMU starting to drop. Like they've been having a good season, but they lost their uh, top receiver and their starting running back. So that's yes. yeah, they're I both mean, that's, out for the season. So that's like a quarterback's nightmare when you lose your two biggest weapons. Yeah, like if you're a quarterback, it's like what the hell do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I guess I, as the guest, my my question is: uh, Is this the Nebraska minute? Yeah, yeah, you are, you <laughs> this, are right. This, no. um, you're, this is the moving Nebraska on to minute. <laughs> coming up. Um, we got a couple things to go over besides our next two players and uh, the most important top five uh, players um, for uh, the twenty twenty season. Uh, first off, some news: the week one schedule and some time, additional times have been announced. Your week one Big Ten college football starts with Illinois being or traveling to Camp Randall in Wisconsin, 8 o'clock on Big Ten Network. Uh, that following Saturday, your 11 o'clock games are, are at 7 o'clock. That's that Illinois-Wisconsin game. 11 o'clock games are Rutgers, Michigan State, Nebraska at Ohio State. Then you got Penn State at Indiana, Iowa at Purdue. Michigan and Minnesota is the ABC 730 game. Then uh, the 7.30 game at BTN is Maryland and Northwestern. A couple other Friday games were also announced. Uh, you got Minnesota at Maryland as a Friday game, Iowa at Minnesota, Purdue at Minnesota, Nebraska at Iowa was officially moved to uh, Black Friday. Told you, I and told you. <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State was moved, is uh, a Saturday game at 11. That's Yeah, that's usually what it is, it's, unless it's maybe early afternoon, but I think it's usually 11 o'clock, isn't it? When they yes. normally play, yeah. Correct. I'm happy to see the uh, Black Friday tradition staying alive with yeah. the Hawkeyes. <laughs> yes. The, the unplanned staying alive. <laughs> yes. Uh, it should be good though. Um, I think. I mean, the thing with the Big Ten is the fun thing about not seeing them so late is that we really have no idea what we're going to see by the time October 23rd rolls around. Yeah. Um, but the the rough part about it is. Unless you're Ohio State or maybe Penn State, like you have to play catch up if you want to get or Nebraska. No, <laughs> uh, you have to play. Oh, shut up! Shut up! Cat syrup. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hella fun. Think of it this way: when we are recording next week, it will be, be game week, Nebraska. Yeah, think fucking yes. yes, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, a long time coming. So we'll go ahead and go over our next two players. I'll go ahead and give my two. Uh, Spencer, you can give your two, and then we can have uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Cephas do his two if he's got them. <laughs> I, I, I'd i like to just kind of give my five right away oh, since yeah, I you won't can be on that. next week okay. and I wasn't on last week. Okay, okay. yeah. So uh, for me, um, it's going to be Wandale Robinson. Obviously, Wandale had a wonderful freshman season. Him getting an, a, basically a free year this year is going to be Amazing to help his development. I think we're going to see him play more out of wide receiver position this year, um, just mm -hmm. because I think they like our running back room. Um, he's going to be need to be there to help with some of our young talent we got there, including uh, Omar Manning, um, Xavier Betts, I think it is, from yep. Bellevue West. Um, he, we're just going to need him. We're going to have to have him be in the slot as a wide receiver. And then my uh, second guy for today is uh, – Feldarius Payne, um, who was who came in as a defensive end, um, but they actually moved him to uh, outside linebacker. Uh, he's got really great. He's got a really great uh, pass rushing speed. He 
He came over from a junior college, so I'm hoping he's able to make a big impact right away, especially since uh, we haven't been able to get to the quarterback as consistently as we would have hoped. I'm hoping he's able to give us uh, that QB pressure that we desperately need. For sure, for sure. That's uh, that would give us a, a huge step, and maybe uh, as you're as you're hoping, give us a, a good opportunity to pull out a uh, upset in the in our week one game. So, um, I would go uh, my uh, number three. I'm gonna go Dedrick Mills. Uh, we know how much the uh, the running game means with. Uh, the success for uh, Nebraska and uh, Mills, who's had a uh, had a couple of good games uh, this last year. If he can uh, put in some some work um, back there with uh, Adrian Martinez, hopefully take a little bit of pressure off him and everything, and allow him to spread the ball out, and maybe we see the full effect of Scott Frost's uh, offense uh, this year and everything. But uh, really need Mills to to continue to step up and uh, be the guy. And uh, I'm I'm joining you in, uh, for um, my actual my number two is Wandale Robinson. Um, you know we have uh, we've seen what he can do. He's got plenty of talent. He can play all over the field. Uh, you know, put him in where you need to, and he's going to do what he needs done. You know, he's going to run, block, catch. You know, he'll probably throw it if you ask him to, kind of thing. So uh, he's really going to be that vocal leader as well. He's going to come out there and uh, really try to uh, to push the team continue to move him in, in the direction. And I think that's something that we have missed is that vocal leader. You know, we've had the guys with some of the talent, but we haven't really seen the guy on the field who's willing to jump into somebody's face and say, Hey, you need to, you know, do your job. You need to get this done so we can keep moving forward. So um, that would be my uh, number two. Uh, I'll, I'm going to throw an honorable mention. And for this week is uh, I know everyone's kind of excited, but uh, Luke McCaffrey, um, I think he's, uh, you know, he's pushing for quarterback. Obviously, he's going to push Adrian Martinez. But I still think if we, uh, if we want to do something, we need to get him on the field for for some plays. If he's not playing quarterback for us, um, even if you know getting Adrian out for a play, doing some uh, some wildcat stuff, uh, putting him at receiver, whatever the case. But he's got talent. He's got good athletic ability. You got to get him on the field if he's not playing. So I'll put him, uh, put Luke, Adrian, Mills, and Wandale all in the backfield. You got yourself oh. something fancy there. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That, I'm, I'm thinking pistol offense right there with that, man. We'll go to uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, Nevada days, man. Nevada days, man. That was, that was fun offense to watch. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All right, so uh, I thought about this a lot after you guys did this segment last week, knowing that I'd be on this week. So my number five, I got to say, is the place kicker this year, Chase Contreras. Uh, Nebraska used six different players to kick a field goal last year. That is uh, not good. So, I mean, the fact that they have a kicker, that that makes it important. I mean, there was one game that came down to winning by a field goal. That was against Northwestern, of course, 13 to 10. Um, And, I mean, at least they won. But you have to be able to kick the ball if your offense isn't going to score. Um, so he's an important player. I, I, my honorable mention is going to be Cam Taylor Britt. I think he's my favorite player on the defensive side of the ball. I got to watch him hit a nice pick six against uh, Iowa last year when we went live. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we get to watch many more. Uh, my number four and three, I can interchange these two, is going back with what you guys said, the the running back, Swandale and Diedrich Mills. Um, they were both really good last year, and they were the only breath of fresh air the offense had. Um, my number two is actually Luke McCaffrey. And the reason being is 
if you know their quote unquote training camp since they didn't really have one, which is basically from now until game day, if Luke looks good and Scott feels like you know positive enough about Luke to have more than three snaps a game, um, he's really going to give Martinez a run for his money at that start, starting quarterback job. And then, of course, number one's going to be Adrian because if he plays like he did his freshman year when Nebraska was terrible, but he was good, then there's a real shot for Adrian to you know break out. But last year, Adrian, I thought, played terrible on a decent Nebraska mm-hmm. team. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's going to be two things. Scott's play calling is going to be number one because defensive side of the ball, they're not perfect, but there's a lot of good. Offensively last year, there was a lot to hate. So his play calling and Martinez's play is going to be the key factors to Nebraska's success this year. And to be honest with you, naming the place kicker, that's going to obviously play into Scott Frost's hands because – if you know you can make a field goal when you're inside, say, the 40-yard line, uh, your play calling is going to be different than, say, what we had to do so many times last year, go for it on fourth down, because we know we can't trust our fucking yeah. kicker to make a field goal. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and and you're going to push it on you know, on the, the third down and, and uh, even second down sometimes. You're trying to get it up to that first down marker and you know, maybe you, you know instead of doing that like you did the this last year maybe this year he's able to get a couple chunks here and give his team an opportunity to hopefully convert some of those and that could uh, potentially help us as well yeah so uh what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go into uh you know the sort of the last portion of the show uh we're gonna go ahead and preview our week seven games uh as we stated uh last week um or earlier in the show, I mean, Coastal Carolina does travel to Louisiana. They're going to play this week. Hopefully, I'm really looking forward to this game. It's Wednesday going to be night. Wednesday night. We get Wednesday night football, Thursday Wednesday. night football. Hey, we got football every day this week right now. That's I know. I'm so excited. We got, oh, we got so football crazy. tonight. We got football tomorrow. Yeah, thank you, NFL. Yeah, and we forgot to <laughs> Thank you, else. COVID. The MAC also released their schedule. There's going to be, I believe, 18 straight Tuesday night action games. I'm excited. Hey. I get some games on Tuesday night. Um, love action. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, for this first... If you love football, you're going to love the next couple months. So, uh, for the first off, it's going to be uh, Myrtle Beach's own Coastal Carolina and Louisiana. Louisiana up to 21. Uh, Louisiana is favored by seven. Uh, for me, I'm in love with Coastal Carolina, so I'm picking the CCU. Interesting, interesting. I'm I'm on the same boat. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them this week. I I, I need uh, Louisiana to get knocked down. So, go uh, coastal. <laughs> I, I like coastal on the points. I like the raging Cajuns straight up though. Okay. Oh, oh, alrighty, alrighty. So we got, we all got this close game at least. Okay. Um. So then we got uh, two good games on. I believe it's Friday night. Uh, you do Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Uh, I don't even know what the Thursday night game is. Uh, Georgia State, Arkansas State. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no thank you. Um, uh, so we have uh, number 17, SMU, undefeated, going to Tulane, who's had a couple uh, Atlanta a couple choke moments. <laughs> yeah. So I think it is only six and a half for SMU. Those injuries will definitely play a factor. Um, I, as it's much as Tulane, I love. So. As much as I love uh, the the fun and gun of SMU, I'm picking Tulane this one. In this one, oh, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm th- I'm right there with you. I'm I'm thinking another upset right here. Uh, Tulane uh, winning straight up, 
And uh, I think we're going to have back-to-back upsets to start this week. So, First time on the show this year, and I'm already disagreeing with everyone. Uh, <laughs> SMU, 44 points per game. That's number five in the nation. I know they're missing a key ingredient, two key ingredients, but I like SMU not only to cover, but to win. Oh, wow. Okay. Going bold here. All right. All right. <laughs> Next up. Uh, we have the wonderful BYU Cougars, the Mormons, going up against Mormons. Houston. The fighting Mormons. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it doesn't get postponed. This would be Houston's second game. You know, they usually say the biggest improvement is from game one to game two. This is Houston's second game. BYU is only favored by three and a half. Oh, I just love Zach Wilson so much. Uh, I, I, He's too, too heck of a good player. Um, I think uh, BYU, it's it's going to be close, like that three-point spread state, three-and-a-half-point spread states. But I think I got BYU pulling up, pulling this one off. They think they cover? Uh, no, I don't think so. Interesting. So I think they win by three. That's like a one-point game or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm going to stick with the upset specials. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston, pulling it up uh, at home. Getting their season started, finally been waiting to play. They got antsy. They showed it this last week. It took a quarter, but uh, they uh, they got some firepower, and uh, I think they're gonna stick with uh, BYU, and and, uh, I think they're gonna have uh, an opportunity at the end of the game to to pull it out. So, all right, you guys ready for this? Oh, ready for Kyle's lock of the week? Oh, lock of the week. BYU by (laughs) ten. By okay. 10, he says. Okay. BYU by 10. Or more, but by or 10. More. At least 10. At least 10. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's a of a week for him. Interesting. Uh, uh, well, we talked about how, how our next game, we talked about how good Clemson's defense is and how well they're playing. Um, I'm going to go a little bit out on a limb here. Um, <laughs> I got Clemson winning. But I got Georgia Tech covering the 27. I could see it. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm going to go... Just play, uh, play keep-away. Right. That's, I mean, they, they, they very, that would be the smartest thing they, they could do in this game. Uh, funny enough, they would be ahead of Clemson in the ACC standings if they win. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm going to end my upset train. I'm going Clemson. I'm going to have them covering. I'm going to say they win by... Five touchdowns. Okay. I, I'm not sure on the cover, but I, I I will agree that Clemson wins and wins big. Trevor Lawrence is looking solid. He's, he's continuing to, to roll through, as we all expected. He has 10 touchdowns on the year, and I think he's going to push it up to – I'm going to say he's going to have at least four in this game passing. So he, He's got to okay. win the Heisman this year, I think. Uh, I mean, if if teams keep falling off like they have for some of these front runners, you know, Sam Ellinger, Kyle uh, Trask, they, uh, you know, it's it's going to go to a team that's undefeated, uh, one of the better players on the team, and and he's uh, in the he's probably in the the head spot at this point. I don't know who who would be ahead of him right now. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. But uh, our next game, we got the Panthers, Spencer's favorite for the ACC, traveling to the down and beaten Miami. Uh, Miami's favored by ten and a half. Um, Miami is still probably going to be a little bit down, but I, I do think uh, Miami has enough to pull this one out. 
Oh, it's it's tough to say, but I'm gonna ride my train. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on it, keep the upsets going, and uh, give me Pittsburgh in this one, uh, pulling it out with the narrow victory. I think they're gonna be uh, a little a uh, little upset with how last week went, and uh, I think they're gonna come out strong and uh, try to hit Miami in the mouth a little bit. Pittsburgh has a history of causing chaos in the ACC. Exactly. With that said, I like Miami straight up. I like Pitt to cover. Okay. All right. All right. So our next game, we have a top 10 team going on the road. We have number eight, Cincinnati, and Tulsa. I I like this matchup. I like this matchup. First off, the wrong team is favorite. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He said it. He said it. I got (laughs) Tulsa upsetting Cincinnati and probably knocking them out of the top 25. You're upset special, (laughs) huh? Uh I bet, I bet you they drop 10 spots if they lose. I'm going to go with 10. I don't, I don't think they get knocked out. And Tulsa goes up 20 spots. Yes, Tulsa top 10. Let's go. Yes. Um, I'm going to disagree with you, sir. And uh, okay. the right team is favored, and they're going to dominate. I think Tulsa's offense is going to sputter again. Cincinnati's going to do enough plays on offense. They're, they win by at least 10. Okay. It doesn't happen often, but I'm agreeing with Spencer. <laughs> hey, finally, he's coming over to the right side of the field. All right. One step Next closer. Up, we got uh, the Army 4-1 and one going up against the whole Army going up against <laughs> the Roadrunners of UTSA. United States Army. Yes, the United States Army against uh, Texas San Antonio. Uh, Army's favored by seven. Give me Army. Well, you're going against your team. Yeah, I got it, but Army Army's just looking too good right now. Offense is really you know good. what? You know what? Just just for you, upset special right now. UTSA Uh-oh. gonna upset Army. Not not my upset of the week though, but UTSA. I, I, also, I'm not I'm not considering uh uh fuck it. I'll consider Tulsa my upset special. Okay. Uh, okay. I once again will go with – I will be the mini fridge if Spencer's the fridge, and I'm going to go ahead and agree <laughs> with Spencer on this. I think UTSA off of a, a near comeback against BYU, I think they could be Army at home. Yep. All I, right, I, so I, next up we've got Louisville traveling. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. Are, are you jumping down? You're jumping down too far. Are we going to do – what about Auburn and uh, South Carolina? Zach rolled his eyes at you, Spencer. Zach rolled I know his eyes. I, 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 I knew as soon as I said it. Auburn's only favored by three and a half, and your boy Bo Nix is, is falling apart. Is it, It's at South Carolina, right? It is, yes. Do you think this is the week Auburn falls off of the rankings? Let's hope so. <laughs> but I, I take it you... The head coach at South Carolina? Yeah. It's not Sue Spurrier anymore. <laughs> He retired, man. He retired. Yeah. Not the Hulk either. No, it's not the Hulk. Um, so uh, I got. I'll pick. I'll pick. Well, I did. I'm not picking Auburn. I'm picking USC. The oh, other USC. All right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Auburn. I'm gonna say they come back, and uh, I'm gonna uh, say they cover the spread at uh, three and a half. So. I got two words. Go Tigers. <laughs> Uh, we got his. Uh, do they cover? Do they cover? That is the question. What, what was the spread against Spencer? Three and, say? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yep. No, they don't cover. They couldn't even cover against Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> well, they needed the refs help to even win. So, anyway, 
Um, next up, so now can I go to Louisville? Yes. Okay. Louisville going to Notre Dame, South Bend. Notre Dame favored by 17th. Fuck Notre Dame. Go Louisville. I got Louisville. Oh, God. You you really want to dig yourself a hole on this one. <laughs> well, Notre hey, Dame's going to win, but they're, gonna, they're not going to cover again. Okay. Uh, I agree. So I, I do think Notre Dame wins. I like Louisville on the points. I think this is going to be an off. This is going to be a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. Louisville may not be great as you know their one and three record shows, but their offense is still actually good. They yeah, just have no. They, they can throw it all over the yard and they can they can uh, move the ball. And I think Ian Book's going to make one or two mistakes in this game. I agree. Yeah. No. I I just think that 17 points. Man, that's way too big. Yeah. 100%. That's what she said. Uh. Um, next up is uh, LSU and Florida. Good um, you know, with the way the How's, SEC's been going. Hold on. How is that not the uh, afternoon CBS game? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because of Notre Dame? Or no, never mind. Not Notre Dame. They're on the uh, NBC. Is CBS not showing a uh, game this Saturday? Maybe they got horse racing. God. I don't know, but that that seems surprising. Maybe they said screw it because LSU sucks and they don't want to show it anymore. Maybe. <laughs> um, but with the way the SEC season's been going, give me LSU. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, the LSU's quarterback has more passing yards than Kyle Trask right now. Miles Brennan. So. 60, to, still... 60 to 55. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're going, we're going old, old, old Big 12 here. Um, give me Florida. I'm going to say Florida covers. I'm going to say they're going to torch your boy, Bill Pelini in this one. And Kyle Trask is going to get his team back on track with a, uh, 350 four touchdown game. Question. If, uh, if, if Florida does burn LSU, uh, does Bo Pelini get left in Gainesville? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ordron may do that out of spite and then uh, have him um, make his own way back. Not fire him, but, uh, you know, he has to get back. Um, kind of reminds me. What, did you see what happened to Quinn Cook, by the way? Oh, yeah. He got uh, left get, at the stadium get, after get, they won the title. Get, <laughs> yeah, the best comment on that post was, his legs are fine. He can walk. He didn't play at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'll tell you this. Um, I don't think that head coach Gene Shiz- – oh, I'm sorry. Head coach Ed Orgeron uh, – I think he's exactly who we thought he was, who we all thought he was before he went to LSU, and that's that he's just not a very good head coach. I think uh, Florida wins and covers. Yeah, he got, he got carried by the talent. I mean, that's what uh, we wonder what Coach Day is once uh, maybe Justin Fields leave if he's that same way. But uh, he got carried by the talent, and it's showing its ugly head at this point. So yeah, the defense is god awful. Yeah. Well, they and they can't. They don't. They don't have a great rushing attack right now. Your leading rusher at the three games is only 137 yards. You, you got to figure something out. So, so, um, our next game, which looked better at the beginning of the season, probably 100%. thought would have been, had a little bit more, uh, more uh, national implications. Uh, two unranked teams, UCF and Memphis, uh, facing off in what should be a great game. UCF is favored by three and a half. In the Liberty um, Bowl at Memorial Stadium. <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah, that's what their stadium's called. Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Oh, okay. That's um, why they play that's why they call it the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um I have UCF winning. Do they cover? Yes. 
Do you have it at three, three and a half? What do you got? Twenty. What? No, that's. I think that's for you. What do you have as a spread? Three and a half. Okay. Okay. Well, I have always sometimes mine's different than what you got. So, um, give me Memphis at home. I'm gonna go upset. Uh, I was having a really fun time agreeing with you, Spencer, but I'm gonna go UCF <laughs> on this. Well, let's see. They're they got to they got to get a bounce back somewhere. One of the teams at least has to. Like they both had, a, as you said, high hopes, and somebody's got to get a win to kind of turn it around. So. So well, remember I talked about how overrated Texas A&M is. <laughs> well, Texas A&M travels to uh, uh, the ringing cowbells of Mississippi State. Texas A&M is favored by six and a half. But guess what? That wrong team is favored, and Mississippi State comes oh, off my. and knocks off another highly ranked SEC team. Go Bulldogs! You're, me you're, you're you're on something here. Baby. You, you need to you oh, need to uh, you need to check yourself, sir, because uh, the SEC has shown that they can figure out Mike Leach's offense, and I think A and M's going to look at that tape and see you know some things they can do to cause some chaos, and I, I think they're going to easily cover in this game and uh, win by a couple scores. They drank too much after the after beating Florida. I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't you I see mean, all those Instagram that's how, posts? That's how they play better. You know, alcohol you know fuels their cells and their system. I, I got to go Tamu on this as well. I, I mean, I know Mike Leach had that cool, awesome upset win over LSU, but LSU showing who they are. And mm-hmm. honestly, two points. Come on, two points last week? That's horrible. Hey, Kentucky's a good football team. Hey, dude, right now Mississippi State's averaging 20 points a game. 20 points a game from a Mike Leach offense. Mississippi State's a good football team. Against an LSU, or not LSU, against a, an SEC that really isn't that good this year. Even yeah, Alabama yeah. was giving up 40-something points. Yeah. So next up is another really interesting game. Uh, we get Marshall and Louisiana Tech. Uh, Marshall is favored by 14. Um, give me We Are Marshall. We <laughs> are Marshall. dun 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 uh, dun dun <laughs> Do they cover? At 14? No. I think they win by single digits. I'm going to go Marshall. I'm going to say they cover on this one. Okay. I don't, I, I you know, call me crazy, but I'm not super familiar with either team this year. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what else I'm have you had to watch? Come on, man. I'm going to have to go with La Tech. La Tech? La- Los Angeles Technology? I have I have been to a Nebraska Louisiana Tech game live and watched Nebraska poop on them, so I'm just gonna go with Tech. <laughs> poop. Yeah, Nebraska took a poop on them. Interesting. That's a that's a hot Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we've got North Carolina and Florida State. Oh God! You're all gonna here dog comes. on me again. Here it comes the wrong. Team is favored. Give me F S U. Fuck Mac Brown. I don't even know what to say to you anymore, man. Like, what? What are you smoking? What are you, you know smoking right now? Funnier? Is even if at least half of these upsets hit, I'm gonna be the one who's laughing, man. All right. Well, to be <laughs> fair, we both have about I don't know, seventy-five percent upset this week. So, well. I just got the more crazy ones. (laughs) 
Give or take a uh, yeah. Give me a Mac Brown UNC. I'm gonna say they cover. I'll put a prediction. I'll say Florida State is winning at the end of the first quarter, and then North Carolina comes through. I like North Carolina to cover as well. Our next game would have been Baylor and Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. I see what happened CBS. Sorry. Oh, um, our next game would have been Baylor and Oklahoma State. But, you know, since Baylor's too busy raping, I mean, getting COVID. um, Wow. Our game was uh, postponed to December 12th. Um, So uh, next up is probably easily the game of the week. Uh, This is where CBS, they took over the 7 p.m. spot. Georgia traveling to Tuscaloosa and Alabama. Alabama favored by six. Well, you know, Nick Saban's never done me wrong, so I'm going to go with Bama in this one. Hopefully they dominate Georgia so they can at least drop out of the top ten. <laughs> Which it will um, happen. The CC's over I'm going to go with uh, Alabama as well. I think Georgia starts slow again, and that's going to hurt him in this game because Najee Harris going to continue to to keep it running, and he's going to help uh, milk some of that clock for Alabama and help pull it through. I say Georgia covers the six-point spread, though. Okay. I'm agreeing. Uh, Georgia covers, but Bama wins straight up. All right, and then the last game is my new favorite team, <laughs> Boston College. Traveling to ranked Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech favored by 11. Go Boston College. Virginia Tech is not newly ranked. They dropped four spots. Failing. You're right. <laughs> Where you at, Zach? Uh, in Omaha. Uh, you need to figure yourself out, sir, because you're, uh, you're losing it. Uh, <laughs> give me Virginia Tech. And um, I'm going to say they're upset with uh, losing to the fighting Mac Browns, and uh, I'm going to say they uh, cover. Okay. I like Boston College in this game. Oh. Oh. We're going to go ahead and go with our next, our locks and upsets of the week. Um, So my upset special, um, I'm going with Tulsa over Cincinnati. Um, To be honest, I could lose every game, but as long as that one hits, I'll be (laughs) (laughs) The lock of the week for me. Uh, let's see. We're lock of the week. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with coastal Carolina. I am just so confident in them this season. I think they can pull it off and hopefully get ranked next week. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. My upset is going to be, uh, um, Tulane over SMU with SMU's uh, injury problems and, uh, issues they got. So that's my, uh, upset, uh, Special and my uh, my lock of the week. Uh, I'm gonna go Clemson covering against Georgia Tech. Okay. Uh, so yeah, my upset special. I guess I didn't have a whole lot of upset, so I I will just say the UTSA Roadrunners uh, beating Army because Army's favored by seven. And then my lock of the week is is BYU by ten. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, we're running we're running away a lot. Uh, yeah, we got we that was a long one. But uh guys, uh next week we're probably gonna have maybe maybe a little bit longer Nebraska minute because we will be previewing the mm-hmm. Nebraska Ohio State game. We will Along actually with, have uh, some the whole Big Ten preview. We'll get some, we'll we'll some all teams, uh, so. we'll have some uh, Big Ten previews going on next week. Um but uh I mean is there anything else we need to talk about? Anything else we forgot or 
I guess congratulations to LeBron James and the uh, Los Angeles Lakers winning an NBA championship. So I guess there's that. It's uh, his fourth title and uh, f- another Finals MVP for him. So he's trying to continue with the discussion. He he wants his damn respect. All right. Yep, and I that's a little ridiculous. He needs to talk about that, but it's okay. It's, do what you want to do, bro. If you spent most of your career in Cleveland, you'd be sad too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for us, that is another episode. So we will see you at the same damn time, in the same damn place, in the same damn state. Go Huskers. Fuck Texas. Thanks, Peace. guys.